Welcome to the show. Conspiracy what? Hello, welcome to Conspiracy What? And today is part three of that Spooktoberfest. We're already on part three. Where's We're this month on going? Part three. With us today is Jen, better known as Jennifer. It's our Halloween. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. Uh, who are you? That's Allie. Oh, okay. Who are you? <laughs> That's Jen. <laughs> They've met before. Anyway. I'm Cameron. That's Back Alley Stabbing. Today, we're talking about the Beast of Barmston Drain. True. This might be well known if you are in the UK. If you're not in the UK, then you probably won't be offended when I use a southern accent instead of a London accent. Hello, governor. You might be more offended at that. <laughs> All right. Um, today, we're talking about the Beast of Barmston Drain. For those who don't know, it is a beast in Barmston Drain. In Very Yorkshire. Simple. In Yorkshire. Yeah, it's this... Literally, it's just like a canal. It runs for like 23 miles. Uh, people raft down it. They walk by it. They die in it. All kinds of things. Just tons of activities, really. What it was actually made for in the early 1800s is it was made to drain out some of the surrounding land and make sure it doesn't flood. Specifically, certain types of fields, it was made to drain those the out. The salt flats. Yeah. It's a very boggy place. It's still used for that today. So it was created in the early 1800s slash late 1700s and it's still used for the exact same purpose today. And now they have a Starbucks. They didn't have that back then. <laughs> since its inception, uh, literally since like the first year that it was opened, it has started swallowing people. Uh, a lot of people have been swallowed by this river. A little over a hundred, so. Shouldn't be laughing at that, but why did you say it that way? <laughs> So who's the real monster here? That's the real question. Uh, but water. it is also connected to a beast that apparently, if you read any article about this, you're going to hear, eats German shepherds. <laughs> Man, does it eat German shepherds. It really likes the German ones. So there are deaths and there are beasts. Are they connected? That's what we're talking about today, folks. Yeah. So starting off, the very first thing I read was like, the county of Yorkshire in England was recognized for the high number of wild wolves that inhabited its forests. A long time so, ago. That was in the 12th century, when right? When you mix boredom, wolves, and <laughs> mental illness, you get stories of werewolves. Okay. That's your formula? Yeah. If I can clarify a little bit. Oh, uh, wait. Full moon. Mm. So apparently from the uh, kind of like 12th century, right? It was recognized for having a bunch of wolves. Just to kind of put into perspective how terrible humans are, by the 15th century, there weren't any. So oh, wow, that it, under 300 years, it took less than 300 years for them to decimate the wolf populations in the Ooh. Middle Ages. That's probably where the stories came from. They're like, it was a man beast. I had to kill it. So many wolves, so many people murdering wolves. I'm Didn't sure it was one apart. of those things where they're like, they're killing all of our cattle and there's too many of them. And then 200 years later, John Travolta me. Where did they all go? Right. Hmm. Anyway. Children won't behave? Scare them into obedience by threatening a visit from a vicious beast. Yeah. So this I mean, is kind of this is kind of important because the wolf is, or the, the beast is part wolf, supposedly. It's like it's a, a giant werewolf. man wolf. It's basically a werewolf. It's, yeah. It suffers a from... Story. Lycanthropy. Lycanthropy? Lycan Lycan yep. Lycanthropy. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. We get real technical. Good old lycanthropy. Oh, guess
guess what? What? There, apparently, if you Google lycanthrope, there's a question that pops up like, what is the difference between a werewolf and a lycanthrope? <laughs> apparently, there's a difference. Lycans are smarter when compared to a werewolf. They're also a bit more muscular, um, and they're also religious. <laughs> No. <laughs> so, also in question today, is the beast of Barmston Drain religious? We'll find out. We'll investigate. Stay tuned. Oh, so yeah, I found a photo, which I think is amazing. I linked it down below in the drive. Find it in the newsletter. Yeah, there is little evidence past witness testimony, which yeah. if anyone's listened to the show before, you so, know how we feel about that. This photo is a very, it's very, very dark mm-hmm. because they don't have electricity in Yorkshire. <laughs> What? I'm pretty sure they do. <laughs> Isn't that the light that's shining on it? Please, if you are from Yorkshire, send us a message yelling okay. at Jen about that. That'd be great. Uh, anyway, I did read that the lanes, the roads and stuff along the, the drain, the canal area, aren't well lit. So this photo is headlights of a car, I'm assuming, and a really blurry shape. This looks like a bush. Leave it to the British tabloids to take a blurry photo and wildly speculate that it's a monster. Yeah. Because that photo I found in the, uh, like, the Daily Mirror. Yeah. UK. It reminds me of alien big cat photos from the same areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, very similar. It looks like very blurry grass and a large <laughs> tree. Mm-hmm. And apparently someone had their cell phone in a potato. And that's how they took this photo. <laughs> It'll be in the newsletter. So you're welcome to check it out there. Okay. So I did have more. There was supposed to be a whole like, this was supposed to sound eloquent and put all together. My thought process here was because they're like, werewolves only transform in the full moon, right? right? So I was researching the basis of, you know, mental illness having something to do with these stories. Mm-hmm. So the term lunatic derives from lunaticus, which originally referred to epilepsy or madness as diseases thought to be caused by the moon. Henceforth, lunar... <laughs> Oh, and then, I, yeah, the same, this I found through Wikipedia, and I just have to say thank you to whoever posted this. The picture down below that's like a chart. It was made by an astrologer who describes how the positions of the planets Saturn and Mars with respect to the moon are the cause of diseases of the mind. For anyone who can't see this right now, which is anyone listening, uh, this is just time cube, but different numbers. Actually, it kind of just looks like how you're supposed to fold a cootie catcher. Far back. Yeah. All right. You know those little fortune teller things? I didn't know it was called a cootie catcher. Yeah, well, that's maybe that's a called. West Coast thing. I don't know. This I mean, I did called, grow up in Utah. Let's this chart is called <laughs> The Nativity of a Dumb Lunatic and Idiot. Idiot. <laughs> James King, born December 6, 1764 at 6 o'clock at night, and then a bunch of runes. So are you insinuating that the people who see the werewolf are the lunatics or that the werewolf is a lunatic the stories derived from people with mental illness having episodes and the people around them trying to explain it away as witchcraft slash disease of the mind slash the moon made me do it okay well let's go into those people Yes. Pretty much we're talking about people from the 15th century and on, pretty much. That's all the way up until like the 18th or 19th century, which is when things kind of slow down a bit. Mm -hmm. So. So yeah, I stumbled across this 
statement of being familiar with witch trials in Europe, but what about werewolf trials? Yeah. So pretty much if you were different in any way, <laughs> you could be put on trial for it. So was this after the witch trials? No, this was actually, from what I read, this was, so this was before the American witch trials. Yeah. Um, and it was either around the same time or before the witch, the regular witch trials, but this was actually a huge event that I had never heard of. I didn't know about specifically, specifically werewolf mm-hmm. witch trials, the mm-hmm. WWT. That's, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, a lot of people did get hurt by this. They got hurt, killed, investigated, thrown in prison, condemned, all oh. this type of stuff. Anyway, they, so just to kind of get into this and kind of how this works, um, They were essentially convicting everyone and anyone that they didn't like or who did something wrong or who flipped them off in traffic, whatever it may be, you were being condemned as a werewolf. Thank God this doesn't happen now. The world would be chaos. This kind of goes into an old legend called the Old Stinker, uh, which is a really dumb name for a legendary wolf creature. Yes, but they have a reason. Yes, uh, it actually comes from the smell of the beast's breath. But why? Because it eats dead animals. No, it eats dead people. Well, it eats dead things. <laughs> people are animals. Okay, well, the legend is that the, the beast digs up bodies from the graveyard and eats them. Like, like really dead people. Right. <laughs> De- and Decomposing people. Yes. <laughs> and the point that I was trying to get to is, uh, so the beast of Barmston Drain possibly isn't new. It's possibly... Just this thing from Yorkshire Wolds, known as the Old Stinker. Yorkshire! Uh, Its breath has been described by some witnesses as being rotted and disgusting. So there are some people, I guess, that have smelled the breath of this thing, even though I didn't see any stories where it even got close enough. Yeah, it's just like I was driving down the road and it ran across the road. Right, but I guess, I mean, if its breath is bad enough, I guess maybe you can smell it. One of the things I read in the Ranker article, it said that, like... We didn't find any any people who could corroborate the story of its necrotic breath because they never got close enough. Yeah. So since like the 1960s, nobody has gotten close enough to confirm the breath of this beast. So what this leads into, though, is that there was a huge fear in Europe in general of werewolves at the time. Now, I found a few things that said that... Uh, England doesn't have a lot of folklore about werewolves because they didn't have wolves. I found a couple things on that. And then I also found in those same articles a lot of contradicting evidence to that, which is, for one, that wolves had only not been around in that specific area Mm -hmm. for a very brief amount of time. And also they've had werewolf legends and folklore since the 15th, since the 15th century, which Mm -hmm. to me is old enough folklore that I think we can just count it. But um, (laughs) regardless of that, it was rampant throughout France and Germany Mm -hmm. specifically and just Europe in general. But it was so big that we got the werewolf witch trials. They began about 200 to 300 years prior to building Barmston. And so they began early 15th century-ish, roughly. But I couldn't find like a lot of details on that. The majority of what I found was in the late 1500s, early 1600s. That's when it started to like ramp up, I guess, record-keeping-wise. Who knows how many people died that we just don't know of. Um, but I wanted to go ahead and give people kind of an idea of how brutal this was. And there's one case in particular that I think kind of shows how paranoid and how just kind of like the, the lunacy that was running around, right? So in the 1500s, around mid-1500s, um, or a little later, there was a slew of murders 
there were just tons of murders in Germany. Everyone thought it was a beast killing things, and it was described as greedy, rude, strong and mighty, with eyes great and large, which in the night sparkled like unto brands of fire, a mouth great and wide, with most sharp and cruel teeth, a huge body, and mighty paws. The paws thing, though, does change, where eventually the beast actually gets described as pawed, one paw. It has, so it has, what? technically it's has three paws, paw but it has one, one hand. hand. Has one hand. So that paw is just a, so like, it still has two feet. Well, yeah. But that's what I'm counting, because this thing stands like a humanoid. Like so, a bear? Yeah, sure. But it was missing its left hand, or left paw, technically, which is where this whole thing goes crazy. So, they hunted for this thing for a long time. For years, they started tracking it down. They were losing children, pregnant women. I mean, people were just dying left and right of this, uh, whatever this thing was. Finally, they ended up surrounding the beast. A bunch of hunters surrounded the beast and where they thought it was going to be. And when they went in to catch it, the only thing that was there was a man, just a guy. His name is Peter Stump, uh, spelled multiple different ways, uh, also known as Peter Stubb depending on which version of the stuff you read, including the 15 or, or no, 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 the uh, 1600s pamphlet that came out. That I also. I, maybe this wasn't the same guy. I feel like I saw it also pronounced as Strumpf. Mm -hmm. Strumpf was another one. Uh, Stumpf with an F at the end was also another one. Uh, but Peter Stumpf. German I wonder if it's really peas. just like people did not have fucking write legibly so they were like is that a p we've actually also, we've talked about this on the show before on roanoke uh sarah brought it up which is that people didn't necessarily have a specific way of spelling so people just kind of spelled things all kinds of ways mm -hmm. uh that can lead to multiple spellings of a name we don't even actually know we don't even actually know when this guy was born we know somewhere what i read was consistently somewhere between like one specific year to 20 years later so who knows how old he was or when he was born uh, really hard to say. Can I? I'm picturing like if Jeffrey Dahmer was killing in the 1500s, they'd be like, it was a werewolf because he ate. Oh God. <laughs> well, that's where this I goes. So, so going into this further. So that's where this goes. The problem was people were being eaten. That was the whole thing. They were being eaten and murdered. Right. So was it a wild animal? Was it a werewolf? Slash person, nobody knew at the time. Jeffrey, but great, great, great when, grandfather. But when they came in and they and they found him, it was just him. So some of them, some of the hunters, claimed that they witnessed him turning from a wolf into a man. Others say he was there. Uh, so they were chasing a wolf and they found him. That's what they claim. But there was also evidence. What is the evidence? He was missing his left hand which is also what the wolf was missing. So the werewolf, that's where that comes back, was missing its left paw, so they connected those two things. Also, also, other evidence, he confessed to a total of roughly 16 to 18 murders if you count the uh, content warning, uh, if you count the two fetuses that he pulled from pregnant women uh. and ate raw, which is what he said in his confession. Sweet um, Jesus. Yeah, this gets brutal, guys. Uh, you might want to skip ahead if you don't want this Trigger content warning. warning. <laughs> yeah, I gave really a content a warning. <laughs> okay, fine. Content warning. Skip ahead. Anyway, he confessed to these totally not under any physical torture. Actually, it was under horrendous physical I'm torture sure. for days and days and days. This is recorded. 
he was recorded as being under torture for days in order to confess. He confessed to the killing of 14 children, uh, possibly including his own son, which he supposedly said that he ate the brains of. And he also ate two pregnant women, and as we said, the babies. So possibly anywhere from 16 to 18 people is how many people he killed and ate. And he claimed that he had been practicing black magic since the age of 12. So when he was 12, he practiced, he practiced black magic, he ate things, killed animals, and then he grew up to be a rich farmer who just kind of chilled out for a while, then his farm fell under, and then he became a werewolf, I guess. Uh, supposedly, he also had a belt, which was actually consistent in werewolf trials. There was a magical belt a lot of times that appeared that could turn them into a werewolf. No one ever found evidence of that, though, um, surprisingly. But he was eventually executed October 31st, 1589. <laughs> and there's a pamphlet to prove this. This story is completely true, by the way. Everything that I'm talking about here happened, other than possibly the werewolf part of this. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. But how did he die? Let's do another content warning. Go ahead and skip ahead if you don't want to hear this. That's pretty bad. He died a horrible death. His So hot pincers were used to uh, rip skin from his flesh. Uh, just kind of peel it off there. Like a soft human banana. And his legs were broken with the blunt side of an axe. They had an axe and they said, I'm gonna break your legs with it instead. Awful, awful, awful. He was then eventually beheaded and then they attached his head to a wolf's body and either hung it from the town square so everyone could see that he was a werewolf that was murdered or they pinned it to the wheel that they were tearing his skin off with. Uh, but he wasn't the only one to suffer this fate. Uh, his daughter and his mistress also were killed in this way. Holy shit. Uh, they were killed with the hot pincer method while tied to a wheel. Uh, I don't really know why. It didn't say that they really had anything to do with it. They were just afraid, so they killed them. It was mob mentality. It was mob they mentality. They were just like, they were too hyped up. <laughs> I always wonder, though, like, there ha like, there's a whole crowd of people standing here doing this, and no one, no, no one in the crowd is, like, nudging someone else, like, should we actually be doing this? Is, you ever think <laughs> we're we wrong? Can you read this pamphlet in an accent? Yes. Okay. Uh, so there is a German pamphlet that uh, it was actually, Dutch. it was written in Dutch, and it was translated the year after into uh, English in London. Uh, and as always with the show, it reads better in a southern accent. It just really does. It okay. just, it sounds like one. This is a real pamphlet, though. You can find images of a copy of it. They found it again in, um, in like the, like 1920 or something like that, I think. They found a, an original copy of it and they reproduced it. So, a true discourse declaring the damnable life and death of one Stub Peter a most wicked sorcerer who in the likeness of a wolf committed many murders continue in this devilish practice 25 years killing and devouring men women and children who for the same fact was taken and executed the 31st of october last passed in the town of bedburg near the city of cologne in germany this, by the way, is only the front page of the pamphlet. It was 16 pages long. Oh, I read the whole thing, <laughs> and it's not worth reading on the podcast, so we're not going to do yeah. it. Um, but this is actually how we know so much about his death. It was recorded. Uh, so, so they wrote about it. So we know what happened. So the question is, is the beast related to a centuries-old bloodline of demon-worshipping witches? And that is kind of the question that we come across. Yeah. Uh, it is a question. He did say when he was a kid that when he started practicing 
black magic that he uh, also sold his soul to the devil. Though also, 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 he was he was convicted and tried and tortured by people of a different religion, which may not sound like much now, but then was actually huge. He was known for being a rich farmer with a completely different religion of, than what was being moved into mm-hmm. that area. So there's another reason why he might have died. But yeah, so he he admitted to it, though. So believe what you want, I guess. That is the first page of a 16-page pamphlet. We are not going to read the whole thing on the show. Unfortunately, he was just being really sarcastic. <laughs> we're like, okay, he confessed. Probably. Honestly. Well, he was tortured, so at that point. Yeah, you can get people to... Confess to anything under torture just to make it stop. So that is the like beginning of the paranoia that leads to the widespread belief in different werewolf folklore and things like that, which eventually leads us to Old Stinker, which eventually leads us to the Beast of Barmston Drain. So the sightings in the town, is it Kingston upon Hull? Is, the, is that what it's all called? Fish, the official name of the town. Though, I've only seen it called Hull. Yeah, it just goes by the Hull. Hull. It's in Yorkshire towards the coast. In the 1960s, a truck driver claims he had been attacked by a creature described similar to the old tales of Old Stinker. But that was the only thing that I saw in the 60s. The sightings of the actual beast of Barmston Drain started in 2015. I wonder, it would be interesting to go back into the research and see, like, if something was happening in that town around 2015, where they're like, we could use some publicity. <laughs> so then they're just like, how, how about, about a fucking werewolf? werewolf? Well, I don't know so, like, how relevant this 1960s one is. Well, if Old Stinker is Beast of Barmstone, then completely irrelevant. But right. when did Old Stinker come in? Old Stinker's been around for centuries. He, so Old Stinker, he is an old legend, um, kind of like Bigfoot. Been around for a very, very long time. And because of that, we have this 60s truck driver claims that he was attacked by it because there's not really anything else to compare it to at the time. For anyone who wants to know, Old Stinker's supposed lair, hunting grounds, whatever, is about 40 miles away from uh, the Barmston Drain area where the beast is being seen. So it's not... Completely unfeasible to think that this beast perhaps traveled 40 miles in a densely populated area, maybe driving, and nobody saw it get in and out of a car or walking on the side of the road to get to the drain. Hard to say. Also, I did look, and it is 40 miles away, and it's also a pretty good distance from the actual drain itself to even travel in the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drain itself gets about 10 to 13 feet deep, so unless this thing submarines it the entire way down, someone might have seen it. <laughs> I was just going to say, do werewolves swim well? I don't know, <laughs> but... part of the lore? But... It can breathe underwater. If it's a werewolf, too, though, then maybe it's just a man. Hard to say, really. True. So a guy with... He's just snorkeling. In a wolf costume? (laughs) And he rises out of the depths. I was thinking he's a man, so he just goes there like a normal man could do. No, he's snorkeling (laughs) down the canal. (laughs) Well, and like they... Like, a couple accounts say that, you know, it's really dark. I mean, it's not a big city, and all of Yorkshire is really like these rural areas and farm areas and then towns sprinkled in and out. But like, it's not a big city. They don't have a ton of light pollution. They're, they don't have lampposts on these dark country lanes. So you could see a fucking honey badger run across the road and be like, what the fuck? It was a werewolf. Mm-hmm. He ate my German shepherd. 
I truly think my southern accent in place of an English <laughs> accent is less offensive. All right. Well, let's go into like all the main chunks of at least this modern version of whatever this werewolf creature is. So the or like what we actually know as the beast of Barmston Drain, right? And the the sightings that totally are not repetitive. No, not at all. So, starting in late 2015, I'm going to say that just because, as we also know from this podcast, you can never really tell exactly what fucking date anything happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a woman claimed that she was, like, watching from a bridge near the banks of the Barmston Drain, and then she saw a figure below that was standing up and prowling on all fours, and then it got up on its hind legs and then ran away towards the river. And then it apparently jumped 30 feet across the river and landed on the bank and ran away. And she just like watched all of this happen. Somebody else claims pretty much the same thing, something running on all fours, and then it gets up on its back legs and it's running all over the bank embankment of this thing, right? And then basically the same thing. <laughs> 2016, we're in now. There's a person, this time they're in a car, Mm -hmm. with friends, which apparently is supposed to make them more, you know, credible. They saw something that looked like a huge beast with a human head uh, walking toward them on two legs. There's a witness testimony quote, which, you know, is probably the most credible evidence Mm -hmm. in this entire Mm -hmm. outline. So this woman said, we were driving down this country lane on our way to get some pizza, and my friend in the back seat said that he had seen a fox. I looked on my driver's side and saw this beast on all fours who started to walk straight towards my car on two legs. It looked like a big dog, probably bigger than my car, but it had a human face. It also had this cream and gray fur. Allie apologizes for not using the proper southern accent. Oh, this is modern times. They still have southern accents. I'm convinced. I've never been. No (laughs) one can prove me otherwise. In Yorkshire. In Yorkshire. 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 You know we have UK listeners. (laughs) I hope we do, and I hope they're laughing. I hope they find it funny. If you find it offensive... I've done it before, so I'm sorry. Sorry. (laughs) So, you know, there was apparently a whopping seven uh, accounts of this beast in this area, which led this guy named Mike Koval, I think, Mm -hmm. to organize a werewolf hunt. Well, so he grew up in Hull. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's a local Hull historian. And he's also a (laughs) paranormal enthusiast. He really likes to use quotation marks in his books. Yes, he wrote a book about this. He's written multiple investigation books around mm-hmm. Hull. The Beast of Barmston Drain is the 13th investigation book mm-hmm. he's written. Oh, God, I didn't realize there was that many. There are a lot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this and guy's just bored. Just so everyone is aware, The Beast of Barmston Drain, his book, is mostly actually about the supernatural stuff and the black-eyed children that survive in that area as well. We did an episode on them forever ago. and we That might was our first this. episode. Yeah. We're back, full circle, (laughs) like, what, 82, 84 episodes later. Lots of episodes later. And here we are talking about the same area again, which was kind of giving me and Cam some uh, deja vu, because we're like, why have we read about this area? (laughs) (laughs) This is from episode one. (laughs) Anyway, this guy organized a werewolf hunt. There's really not a lot of info on what that actually meant or if it actually happened basically he went out with a bunch of cameras and recording equipment and i don't know how many people showed up but they probably just wandered around the drain and was like is there a werewolf out here i don't know they definitely were not drunk but who knows i don't know i like to imagine that it's like the the 
pitchfork and torches type of gang. But re in reality, I know it's a bunch of guys with British torches, flashlights for Americans. Uh, and they're just walking around looking for something big and hairy. Yep. That is the hunt that we're looking at here. That's what I think. If yeah. I'm wrong... It, then maybe correct me on it that. It sounds like the thing that really got this guy is the one story that people repeat over and over and over again, where it's like, I was asked to research the werewolf sighting by a couple who saw something tall and hairy and was eating a German shepherd dog by the side of the drain and then jumped an eight-foot fence. Because that's the main story, is and there's a picture of the couple carried the German shepherd with it over the fence mm -hmm. as it leapt because it was eight feet tall. Because a bear definitely can't. I don't think they have bears here, do they? A convenient excuse. <laughs> they do have giant uh, alien big cats, as we've discussed <laughs> in yet another episode of ours. Um, anyway, the only other thing that I saw about this werewolf hunt is that there is this guy named Steve Wilson who offered to keep an incident log and he said he would keep a diary of sightings and then present it from the whole council. This area oh. does, in fact, have bears. Oh, it does. Well, kind of. Um, it has the YWP, which is the Yorkshire Wildlife Park. It's more like a zoo. Uh, and it has been dubbed the polar bear capital of Europe. And the reason why is because there's not polar bears in Europe, so they're the only place with them. But yes. there are polar bears there. I've never seen a polar bear hop a fence, though. I would love to see that. So those are the bears um there's not really bears in the area it's possible i guess that a polar bear escaped but it looks like that opened this year possibly so mm -hmm. they might not have even had polar bears yet okay at the time as um, far as you know yeah one thing that there is in yorkshire however that i do want to bring up uh because no articles really bring this up and i feel like it's a very important point to skip uh there's not wolves there's not bears so no it's not one of those but there are a ton of feral dogs all over england there are, they have like an epidemic of feral mm -hmm. dogs. So that is possibly something that this couple saw. They mm -hmm. did obviously see one of them being eaten and it was a German shepherd. So I think we can assume by that logic that there are big dogs running feral mm -hmm. in the area. Granted, I don't know of a dog that would actually be big enough necessarily to carry a German shepherd over a fence in its jump, but that's a Never pretty know. big dog. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. So, are we ready to move into a real great conspiracy thread? Yeah, sure. Do it. All right, so I found this thing while researching called the Wold-Newton Triangle. You know, because everywhere has to have a triangle, and I think at some point we really just need to do an episode on triangles. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I just found this map that really just looks like a lot of clip art in a triangle <laughs> on a rough outline of the coast. It doesn't even have a key, so I don't really know what all of these things are. Anyway, the triangle goes kind of around the area we were just talking about. Um, there are no actual, like, real city markings. It goes from, like, Scarborough to the coast, and then down past uh, Burton Agnes. I don't know where any of this is. Sorry. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll post this, this map thing in the newsletter. So there's a bunch of shit on here. Um, I'm going to wildly speculate. There's a dragon. I read that there was actually like a dragon sighting. There's like something with wings. It's either a fairy or mothman. It's a will-o'-the-wisp. Ah. Yep. Um, called Willy-the-wisp, apparently. That's Willy another Howl. version. That's another that, the, version. The town is called Willy, Willy Howl. Howl. Yeah. Um, there's also giant monoliths. Uh, looks like there's a turkey on there for some fucking reason. 
uh, Devil wolves, turkey. <laughs> probably a ghost ship. Some there's a there's a like a lady out on the ocean. A shooting um, star. That might be UFOs. I know there's lots of UFO sightings mm-hmm. in this area. Um, there's also black-eyed children. That's not on this map, I don't think. There's like little skulls, so I don't know if that just means people die a lot there or like I don't know. Um, but I'll post like a decent map and then the clip art map, and you all can tell me that live in the UK what's going on. But here's a list of things that I found that happened kind of in this area. Green-skinned fairy folk, headless ghosts, ancient warlords, miracle-working priests, a disappearing river, an avaricious queen, a black skeleton, a parkin-eating dragon, sea serpents, turkeys galore, don't really know what that means, uh, English oldest buildings, shapeshifters, enchanted wells, giant monoliths, and a whole grid of, a whole grid of ley lines. And again, they left out black-eyed children and uh, werewolves, so mm-hmm. there's probably more even than's on that list. Anyway, apparently this is an area with a lot of paranormal shit that goes on um, to the point where apparently that one guy can write 13 books and there's other plenty of paranormal investigators that we probably mentioned in episode one and whatever episode Alien Big Cats was. Mm-hmm. Gotta love the good old triangles. I don't know why people have chosen that. I, I don't know why it has just... to be a triangle. I also like how this, the tip of this triangle goes all the way out into the ocean, like miles out in the ocean. It's like a triangle of weird shit. <laughs> Well, because you'd, you'd cut off the land if you cut the triangle too much. Yeah, so, but, like, why does the triangle point end there? Is there something that happened right there? It doesn't it's a gravitational say, anomaly. We covered this. doesn't say according to the clip art. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to bring that up because, you know, it kind of encompasses all of the shit that happens in this area, including the Beast of the Barmson Drain, which I guess is just kind of meant to happen because it's in the Wold Newton Triangle. All right. That's all. All righty. <laughs> Moving on. Well, something else that people don't really seem to touch on with this, and kind of one of our last like big notes here, um, and I didn't find this in any articles. I this is Cam's wild speculation. It's not actually wild speculation. It's wild connection. It's connection. I mean, like it's a it's a real thing going on. Um, So the idea is chimeras or animal human hybrids. Um, For those that don't know, a chimera is like a combination of two different animals or a combination of two different versions of the same animal. Typically is what it is. Um, so in 2006-2007, uh, hybrids and chimeras actually became extremely popular as a social topic amongst the civilian public of the UK. The reason for this is that the Human Fertilization and Embryology Authority of the UK were debating on openly debating and having public discussions about whether or not they should allow the idea of somatic cell nuclear transfer in other words animal human testing so making hybrids for the idea of testing them and studying them for biological purposes this is something that's not new they've actually been doing things like this since like 1890 and the uh nazis were also extremely famous for their terrible science that they carried out doing this um, I think we know all that. Exactly. <laughs> but that's, that's actually what led me to look it up. I was like, yeah. what did the Nazis do this time? Um, so <laughs> that was... Where do the Nazis <laughs> play in on this conspiracy? Because it's got to be somewhere. But the reason why this became so popular is because in 2007, uh, the, H- the HFEA, they actually got two requests from scientific labs to do animal-human testing through somatic cell nuclear transfer, um, or SCNT, but that's not as fun. So 
for anyone who doesn't understand kind of how this process works or who wants to understand it, I'm just going to put it as simply as possible because I read a very, very long paper and I didn't want to include that in the podcast. So I'm going to put this as simply as possible as possible. It is the process of transferring the nucleus of one organism, in this case, the human, into the enucleated ovum of another organism, insert any animal you feel like. So the idea is essentially you take out the nucleus of um, another animal's egg and you put the human nucleus in there and therefore you have an embryo that is growing and alive that is a combination of the two. Now, there are, this, this is legal, this is legal. They decided after a public discussion that instead of giving in to the fears of some of the public, they think they should just educate the public on this process a bit more and why this is helpful, because it's extremely helpful. So that's what they did. Um, that's what they went with. But there are stipulations. There, there's, a, there's a list of rules. There are a litany of rules that you have to follow. This is a very important process because one of the biggest things with this is you cannot grow the egg. You're not allowed to scientifically grow it. Wait, so what's the point? Studying it to see how human biology works and to see like it's like studying diseases you can use it for all kinds of things it's similar to it actually pretty much is stem cell research that we have here in the united states that's what we hear about all the time in the states so they do stem cell research here the u.s also okayed that the u.s has a different set of rules however <laughs> which is a bit Not concerning <laughs> um but the biggest rule the biggest rule of this entire thing is the embryo has to be destroyed after the scientific mm. study is ended it doesn't you can't sure. it's not just that you can't grow it you have to obliterate it it can no longer exist i've seen jurassic park i know how it <laughs> there you go and that's also actually a current debate with a lot of people because they're scientists who want to grow dinosaurs so this is kind of a similar debate is should we do that or should we destroy them at a certain point but these human animal hybrids aren't grown or anything like that we don't have a a lizard man running around probably as far as you fucking know. as far as we know maybe that's why this area is so weird <laughs> because they've just been growing these weird embryos and now you've got a dragon and like a black eyed child escaped. And, like, <laughs> but it is true so <laughs> about seven years prior to the sighting of a human wolf hybrid looking creature we have requests to make human animal hybrids. I was hoping I was gonna find some kind of weird connection and there it was. So just, <laughs> that's a conspiracy connection. It's, it's one of the easiest things to do with there conspiracies. There it is, the hot take from Cameron. I, it, is, it is an interesting point that seven years earlier, they're like, maybe we should allow this, but you have to destroy it. Mm. We're not gonna necessarily check, but like you have to destroy it. Um, so possibly there is a scientist laboratory that has a locked door in its basement and that door was unlocked for a little while. Could also explain why the sightings don't last for a super long time. They're like, oh shit, get it. <laughs> and that's why it just runs over the drain because yep. it's running away and then they usually probably catch it on the other side, right? Stun gun. Seems legit. Possibly. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a possibility that this thing just escaped. So well, what are I the wanted other to add that in there because no one ever brings it up. What? What are the other possibilities? Well, it could be a werewolf. Could As be just a straight up werewolf. Mm -hmm. Just a fucking werewolf. Just a straight up werewolf. They, it could be a lycanthrope, which could be is real. different. Yes. Than a werewolf. That is a different option. So guys. it could be a werewolf does or no religion or does yeah. it not? Is it a werewolf or is it a ripped religious werewolf? <laughs> which one, guys? Which one is it for real? Who knows a little bit of math, you know, because it's smarter. Yeah. 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 
Um, it could also be a, you know, like a pet demon dog of the local black-eyed children. The black-eyed children, as we've discussed in our previous black-eyed children episode, do have pets, possibly. So, that yeah. is a possibility. Yeah. Strong possibility. Could be one of the alien big cats. I did see somebody make that connection, because he was already writing a blog about them and was like, and then I made this connection. Maybe mm-hmm. they're the same creature. Do you, do you think that's what the Jackson 5 were singing about? A, B, C, E, C is one. No? Probably not about alien big cats. <laughs> no. But he was saying, it sounded like the guy that I read this th- read this from was saying that alien big cats are definitely real. It's just the beast of Barmston Drain is actually an alien big cat. Oh, okay. So werewolves yeah. aren't real. They're just alien big cats. Yeah. Got it. I mean, to be fair, alien big cats are just things like, you know, pumas or whatever. So he's just saying it's basically a puma. I don't know. It's a white puma. Yeah. Yeah. Even though puma means it's black. Whatever. Yep. Um, as Cam said, you know, a chimera could be some kind of weird blend of something. Yep. Um, especially, like, with the one that said that it's, like, a human face. Like, it's just, just straight up human head mm-hmm. on a wolf body. Yeah. That sounds like some kind of, like, medieval painting. Yeah. It does. It does. It also sounds like the really sad scene from Game of Thrones after the Red Wedding when they oh spoiler alert maybe i shouldn't say <laughs> i haven't seen it but i have no intention of seeing it. oh i mean they kill this guy it. and his wolf pet and then they put um the wolf's head on his body and parade him around like he's the king in the north <laughs> oh <laughs> yes but opposite but opposite yeah of that <laughs> have you ever seen a newfoundland dog yes it could be a feral Newfoundland. A feral Newfoundland? <laughs> As a giant werewolf monster. They're huge. Oh yeah, that those dogs are monsters. But, you know, it could be just like a really big husky or like a really big something that looks like a wolf, basically, or like a feral dog. Again, they have whatever. like over 40,000 feral dogs in the UK, which yeah. is not a huge space to have 40,000 feral dogs. Yeah, that's a pretty... <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Um, somebody wrote Jason Momoa. Could be Jason Momoa. I don't Momoa. know how often that guy's in the UK, but I guess it's scarce enough for him to become a werewolf i think it's worth asking the question did just regular jason momoa wearing a nice coat pick up a german shepherd and carry it over a fence with his leap he's like it's my dog i think I it's he a does possibility wear a huge fur coat he on. does he does I, wear yeah was it jason been. momoa maybe <laughs> He's like, I was rescuing the dog. If I look it up and he... the alligator that was in the... <laughs> if he was filming a movie alligator? in that area around that time, <laughs> case solved. All right. Yeah, All right. just saying. Um, or, you know, you just make it completely down to earth and just say it was probably an actual wolf. That's not really down to earth. Yeah, it kind of is. Actually, it's less down to earth than some of these. Pretty sure it was a bear. There's no wolves in the area. Well, that's what I'm saying is they used to be in the area. So maybe they didn't never totally got wiped out. It's just taking them this long to come back. This they just live underground. This is not Yes, a big but place. according to these people, it is because you have alien big cats and werewolves and aliens and all kinds of shit roaming around out there. Nobody sees it enough. I'm going to go ahead and say it wasn't a wolf. There's no wolves in the area. I believe werewolf over wolf because you can't find a werewolf as easily because it's just a dude somewhere. So. True, because he can transform. Yeah, exactly. You think you're hunting down a wolf, and then then you get into the woods, and it's just a naked man in the woods. And you're like, well, (laughs) no wolf here. (laughs) You just leave. 
like, I don't know what you're doing, but this is awkward. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. So just to kind of wrap all of this up, though, and just kind of connect everything. So there are a lot of connections. There are fears that there's werewolves in the area and witness reports back in the early, like, 15th century, right? Mm-hmm. That then leads to Old Stinker is this idea that they didn't wipe out all of these wolves and that there's some kind of wolf thing mm-hmm. roaming around killing people and you shouldn't go into the forest. That then leads into the sightings of another wolf thing who's killing in the Barmston Barmston drain. But maybe that explains some of the deaths in this drain. Because maybe this isn't the first time this werewolf creature has been here. Maybe it's been killing things in the drain for centuries. And maybe it just now got caught. There have been a lot of deaths in this drain. You want to know what else killed a lot of people in England? The plague. So the smell could have just been from, like, rotting dead bodies that... Wolves were eating. Wolves were eating because they were dying so quickly. It's a possibility. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, this drain has a terrible <laughs> history. It was a really, really bad history. But maybe some of the deaths are just due to this, and that's the connection that everyone's been looking for. It's really hard to say. But as always, let us know what you think. Let us know if you think that this is a werewolf beast, a normal human beast, Jason Momoa in a fur coat. Maybe it's a chimera. Well, what do you think it is? Allie pointed to Jen, but she didn't say anything. I thought she pointed at you. Okay, well, I think it's a bear. <laughs> well, what do you? how do you explain the cream color? That is the polar bear capital. Drugs. But you said they weren't there yet. I don't know if they were, but Wait, I know that now drugs? it's the polar... <laughs> yeah. Drugs? People being on drugs and seeing shit and being like, oh. I think it was like gray and white or maybe it was like cream colored. I think something important is that these sightings seem to have all happened at night. Yeah. Which is a common, common In thing with In the cryptids. rural areas of Yorkshire, where they have no electricity. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying they have no electricity. There's, I really hope someone from this area is listening <laughs> and they're just mad at you. They're like so mad at you. Cam, what do you think? I want to believe it's a chimera because part of me is actually really mad that we don't grow those weird animal-human fetuses because at this point, I don't know if we have anything left to lose. We Um, might as well. I guarantee that it is being done. I guarantee it probably is. Um, At least here in the U.S., we don't follow rules. But yeah, I I I don't really know what it is. I have a feeling it's probably just a feral dog. I think that's most likely what it is. I think it's a feral dog. And I think that when you see a large dog at night and it stands and leaps over something, which dogs do. And you're also spooked as fuck because you're out in the middle of fucking nowhere getting high with your friends and you're all starting to scare each other because it's like, what was that? Yeah. And there's just what I'm talking about. And there's just a German shepherd being eaten in front of you. Yeah, which is fucking weird in itself. If I saw a dog eating another dog, I would be freaked as fuck. I will say, though, killing a supposed werewolf witch on October 31st, that's a bad omen. Maybe they just (laughs) cursed the land forever. Yeah, that... That was a bad omen, guys. You don't do that, people in the 1500s. Don't do that again. (laughs) Don't ever do that. Spoiler alert, they do. A lot. Um, what do you think, Allie? One of them did say, like, maybe a fox. I can't really explain the eating a German Shepherd thing with a fox, but foxes can stand up on their hind legs really easily and jump insanely mm-hmm. high. So, I mean, if you're driving around at night with just your headlights on and you miss the fox actually leaving the ground. Well, these people were walking, though, I think. 
There was one in a car. Well, that was one in a car, but she said that the thing walked towards her. Mm. And I don't think, if you see a fox walking towards you and later you're like eight foot demon, <laughs> you okay. need glasses. Well, we've talked about this before and people are really bad. They are really bad at, at knowing. Discerning how tall things are. That's you're fair. you're alone in the dark, you, things, you see things that... Maybe a fox was standing on a tree stump in the bushes. <laughs> there is a cryptid like that. What? That's the, that's the solution. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I'm sure it was just an animal out there since there is like little to no proof or evidence of this. It's just a lot of people are like, holy shit, I saw a wall. That was so scary. I would um, like to correct Allie. She says there's no proof. Um, there is a blurry potato photo <laughs> and then a drawing of oh, it. Oh, yes, yes. I'm sorry. This couple's drawing that you will see in the newsletter. Um, it's legit. Yeah. It looks like... Idris Elba from Cats. It looks like they just drew themselves as one person. <laughs> um, anyway, that's all yeah. we've got, I think. Any yeah. other final statements? <laughs> um, no. Okay. I still feel really, really bad for Mr. Stump Stub. Stump Stub. But I feel worse for his mistress and daughter. Yeah. In a way. Well, anyway, let us know what you think. Tell us on the interwebs with those five-star reviews. Five-star reviews. Did you like the show? Did you hate it? Five-star reviews. Really, though, you should give us reviews. Probably should. It does help us out. The last review we got was actually from you before you were on the show. (laughs) I was like, that's so good. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, you can find us on the social medias. You can find those links below. You can find us on Goodreads. You can find our newsletter and subscribe to that. Um, you can also help us keep this podcast ad-free at ko-fi.com slash conspiracysaywhat. Um, you can actually sign up to do that as a one-time little drop some coins in our tip jar, or you can do it monthly if you think we're really cool, and that would be really cool. Or if you can't do that, which is totally understandable, especially in these weird-ass times that we live in, uh, you can also just tell friends about the show. Get other people to listen, especially like if you're in the UK. Let other people hear our southern london or accents <laughs> it's happened too many times at this point but yeah you can find all our links in the show notes yeah check it out share it do all of those things until the next episode which is going to be our final spooktober episode uh that, that one's gonna be pretty good is cam i'm cameron i'm jen i'm ally i'm pretty sure jennifer jennifer and ally i'm pretty sure um, oh, I thought I was back alley stabbing. <laughs> back alley, back alley stabbing. Can you be like orbs on a camera? That's way too long. That does not roll off. Mine the is back alley stabbing. Yeah, that's much better. Um, anyway, camera orbs. Until next time. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Remember to always stay stitious and maybe don't sacrifice a werewolf witch on the thirty-first of October. There's a bike in this train. Bye.